0: Data puking, it's an epidemic that's going on right now in the marketing community. It sounds kind of gross. What is it, and how can you avoid it? That's the topic we discussed today on Think Jargon.
1: Think Jargon is a podcast about marketing, sales, and content creation. 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 If acronyms like SEO, PPC, and CRM make your head spin, then this podcast is for you. We cut through the jargon used by fancy agencies to help you make sense of the ever-changing world of modern marketing. Thanks for joining us. And now, here are your hosts, inbound marketing expert, Jared Broussard, and digital content creator, Stuart Polton.
2: I looked at the subject today, man, and I thought, you what are you, want- you talking about? You probably want to throw up right now. What is data puking, and how <laughs> can I avoid it? I don't know where to start. This is on you, man. What is data puking? Well,
0: first off, I can't take credit for the term. It was it is developed a great term, by it? a ex-Googler named Avinash Kanash. I hope okay. I pronounced that right. He's a great, if you want to know anything about web metrics and Google Analytics, um, he's the go-to guy. Mm. But he calls this kind of disease a what's called uh, data puking. And it's a pretty big epidemic that goes on in the circles of uh, marketing agencies. And what data puking is, <laughs> is we have all, this, all these metrics now at our fingertips, whether it's um, you know, marketing analytics or web analytics, uh, Google analytics, whatever platform you use, video analytics. And what tends to happen is we have so much now that is at our disposal That we usually just take all of the data and we just puke it out to our clients. Ah, the data puking. The data puking. So vomiting data. Vomiting data because Mm. there is so much of it out there. You really don't know what to present. You don't know what's relevant and what's not. And Mm -hmm. so by default, you just throw it all out there a problem uh, I
2: think that's not just on the people that are uh, are, are presenting this it's it's the platforms themselves I yeah. mean I'm forever in Google Analytics and you just look at it and it feels yeah. like the system is puking data yes. on me yes, I understand this is a problem then so how can I
0: avoid data puking first off uh there's a slight learning curve but you know learning um how to translate those data points. To clients, that makes sense. So speak, take those those you know key performing metrics and translate them into what makes sense for the client.
2: Okay, let's take a real world example. This is something that you must do every day with your clients at Blingjar. So, um, you know, what does that mean in real terms? Let,
0: let's pick someone hypothetically that is a podiatrist. Sure. Okay. So a podiatrist, if I start puking out information on uh, bounce rate and time spent on page or time spent on site, mm-hmm. to a podiatrist, that means absolutely nothing. It's a sure. metric. Mm-hmm. And what we're talking about here today, just to be clear, is the difference between a metric and what we call as a, a KPI, um, you know, key performing indicators. And we'll get into that more here in a second. But having the ability to translate what time spent on site and, um, you know, bounce rate means to a podiatrist is really where you can excel as a marketer. Okay. Being able to say, you know, instead of spouting out percentages and all these metrics that mean nothing to to him, Basically, you can say, you know, something simple as, you know, we've added this video to this page so that more people who visit your site are more engaged, they're they're spending more time on your site, and what that means to you is that we've had more patients request appointments due to the video that we've added to your page. We've had a... You know, we went from two patients per month making appointments to um, 12 patients per month making appointments. Hmm. That makes more sense to that podiatrist than spitting and puking out all this web metric data that means nothing to them.
2: So, so what I'm hearing is that you are, um, you are finding the real-world event that makes a difference to that company. In the case of the podiatrist, it's new clients. Yep. And then you are, you are starting there and working backwards and using the data uh, in, the, in your analytics or whatever to, to, to explain that outcome.
0: Yeah, so it's metrics versus KPI. Metrics would be just a number yeah. or a percentage. And it really, it's when you go to Google Analytics and you look at all this stuff, those are metrics. And it can be overwhelming it could be intimidating, and it can be downright frustrating. Mm -hmm. Our goal as a marketer is to take those metrics and translate them into a different language that someone can understand. So a KPI is a number tied to an overall business goal. So if that podiatrist business goal is to generate 20 patients per month, he, he or she doesn't care about all these metrics that mean absolutely nothing to them. What they care about is what do those metrics mean to our ultimate goal, our business goal, which is to uh, generate 20 patient requests per month. Gotcha. So our job and responsibility as marketers is to take those metrics that are spewing out at us left and right and focus in on how those metrics, what they mean to the ultimate KPI or the ultimate uh, business goal. That makes sense. I can appreciate
2: how that would um, would be more beneficial to uh, to the client, and uh, that would certainly be a way of avoiding a data pupil. It
0: is, but it's easier said than done, I will warn you, because <clears throat> marketing, unlike medical professionals or attorneys um, there's no like real certification per se to become a marketer anyone can basically you know uh, the low the the price of entry is low so anyone can start a marketing agency and call themselves a marketer yep but can anyone then walk the walk and talk the talk meaning can they take these metrics understand them and translate them to someone on the other side of things. That is where the land of milk and honey is for marketers. If you can learn, and it's a large learning curve, but if you can learn what these metrics mean and then turn around and explain that to the customer, then you are going to be a very successful marketer
2: i think it's not just not only true for people that are marketing on behalf of somebody else but if i want to move the needle on a project of my own good point it's it's going to be helpful to be able to understand what the you know the the metrics are what 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 metrics yep. i need to be focusing on to understand you know what what's going on it's not good enough to look at the number of people that visit your site and without appreciating what a bounce rate means and you know and how that affects things and the flow they go through your site what what matters um you know what what needs to happen for you to move the needle on your own project and understand how to get to that in that huge amount of uh, of of data that's available
0: and let the the the, the metrics sort of if you're able to interpret these things let them sort of be the guide for where you go moving forward. Um, You know, they're not always going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. There are going to be things like high bounce rates or um, low engagement levels or um, low traffic even or low conversions where you have high traffic, but um, for whatever reason, people, users aren't converting, meaning they are not, filling out forms or making contact with you or downloading white papers Mm. so the key here is to um, analyze these metrics and then translate them for you like you're saying and saying okay what is this telling me how can i improve my site what does this mean and how can it help me get to the the next step
2: i think it's worth pointing out as well that that when it comes to to the uh, amount of data that's available i mean of course websites is one place where <laughs> there's an abundance of data but um, you know whether there are there are so many other places as well where where uh, data is is so readily available and in in the I don't know if you're if you're looking for a key phrase to buy a Google ad for. You know, there's so much information out there Absolutely. when you're doing keyword research. Or, or take video for example. There, you know, there is there is uh, a lot of information you can get through um, these these video marketing services about um, individual videos and and, yep. and who watches them where and for how long and and all of that information. If 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 this is important in order for you to get to your goal. Um, you can literally take that data and then tweak your video a little bit and see how that yep. affects the, the um, experience that your viewers have with that video, if it increases the engagement or decreases the engagement. So this isn't just tweaking a website we're talking about or tweaking a checkout process. This is right. video online. This is um, what you're doing with your social platforms. This is everything. Data is everywhere.
0: Absolutely. And those, datas, those data points, they'll tell stories. And that's another thing is if you can take those the metrics, if you, you you know, anyone can just puke out metrics and send them to a client. Um, that podiatrist is, is going to just glaze over those metrics if you're lucky. Mm. Um, but if you start to talk in their terms about how it's improving their business, increasing patient volume, then they're going to um, value your feedback and look forward to the input that you give rather than. I can't tell you how many times people have said, "I get this all at the end of the month." Uh, you know, speaking of a, a another marketing partner, and uh, they don't know how to read it, what to do with it, what to make of it, and so they just move on.
2: How how can how can the people listening right now go uh, and is there like a online training platform for analytics? I mean, does, does absolutely. Yeah, where can so, I learn
0: about this stuff? Google Analytics has free training that you can you can do. It's pretty dry, but um, it's there. You can use it. Um, also, there are all kinds of software now, hundreds of thousands of software that um, that make Google Analytics easier. Um, so they'll put it in prettier graphs. They'll translate a little bit for you. But um, those are sort of crutches, if you will. I think. Uh, depending on the software that you're using, um, you want to make sure that you're comfortable with utilizing that software, understanding the analytics enough to um, translate them. Um, so whether like we are a hub, our agency is a HubSpot user. Hmm. HubSpot produces its own analytics and graphs and charts and um, analytics. So we're we're proficient at translating those into um Meaningful, um, key performing, indicating metrics for our clients.
2: Cool. I remember many, many years ago um, when I was in website development. Uh, we had a third-party software that we installed. This is back before a software was subscription-based. You bought the disk. You remember those days? Oh, yeah. You bought the disk. Yep. And it did the same thing. But even, even then, I mean, man, it was. It's just. It's, it's 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 as much an art, I guess, as a science. It's not something that I profess to be. Um, anything near an expert in this is this is why i love having you on the show man, well <laughs> you,
0: you, thank you you mentioned that you do have to have to use sort of both sides of your brain it is a mix of science um on the the data side but then the art of it is taking that science and and creating a story that people can understand mm-hmm. and i think that's where the land of milk and honey um, I like that, the, the pot of the, the, the gold, the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, um, lies for you. Um,
2: just as an, uh, an off, uh, aside from the just of my head, I was looking, uh, I have a, a son, he's 10. And so I'm looking at, you know, what sort of things he should take and to position him to be employable at 20, you know, mm. This is what dads do, yeah. right? And so I looked looked the top 10 most, um, uh, well-paid jobs yeah. uh, over the last year or whatever, or, and uh, like four of them involved um, the interpretation and management of large amounts of data. Yes. I, thought, I believe it. Absolutely. So, so this, is not, this is not an easy thing to get into, but it is a valuable thing. And uh, as with all valuable skills, they will uh, take a little bit to master. But uh, certainly um, data puking is not something we want to be doing all over our Everyone
0: minds. just remember this if we don't remember anything else. Anyone can puke out data. It's right there. It's a click of a button. Um, we see, and we're all guilty of it, um, ourselves included. But I have been making meaningful measurements of translate. Like I like to ask myself: If I were not in this industry, and I looked at this this presentation or this report, would I understand what the heck it's saying? Hmm. And where here we are, where you know, the name of our show is Think Jargon. And the data puking is using all of this jargon that no one else understands at all. Mm. So we've got to sometimes, in a weird kind of way, we've got to dumb it down.
2: You know, I think we should do, on on uh, future episodes of our show, we need to pick a term. I think when they come up, we point them out. But we need to start or end with a a, a term related to our subject, subject and, and let's just, let's just yeah, define the jargon. Love it. Let's just do I'll that. I love it. Let's do that maybe on the next podcast. Okay. All right. Cool. Look all forward right. to it. Look forward to it, man. Thanks for your time. Thanks. Sir. Let's all try not to puke our data.
1: <laughs> Thanks for listening to Think Jargon. If you like this episode, share it with a friend or post a review at iTunes. Your reviews help new listeners find our show. Have a sales question or a marketing problem that you'd like us to cover on a future episode? Contact the show at thinkjargon.com. Until next time, make sure you make the world a better place and cut through the jargon.